Welcome to the Attorney Marketing Mastermind Podcast. This podcast is all about the practical strategies and practical thinking about your law firm marketing so that you can get return on investment for both the time and money you spend on marketing your practice. Hi, I'm Nicole Whip, and I am your host. And today I want to talk to you about lawyers as leaders in times of crisis and how crisis is a really good time of opportunity for lawyers. Now, when I say that, I don't want anybody to misconstrue me. I am absolutely not talking about opportunity to profit off of the backs of people suffering. Of course, I am not talking about that. What I am talking about is that we need to make lemons out of lemonade, right? And so how can we make this time of crisis into something that will ultimately have a positive impact on ourselves, on our law practices, on our families, on our clients, and on our community, because that's really what it's all about. And so as I record this, we are in a time of national crisis. Um, if you're listening to this later, you may not know, but we right now, as I record this, are experiencing the coronavirus and, and the beginning throws for our nation about what this is going to mean to us personally and financially. And so no matter how you feel about the coronavirus, the fact of the matter is that it's impacting us on a day-to-day -day basis, and it's impacting our families, it's impacting our clients. So what is the opportunity here? And how can we look at the opportunity as something that will make a positive difference for ourselves and everybody that we care about? Well, you know, one of the things I, I think that we do have a unique opportunity to display is how we are leaders in a time of panic. There's so much that you do, no matter what your practice area is, there's so much about what you do that's valuable to your clients or to your community. And there's so much about how you think and how you've been trained to think that will be valuable to your community. What I mean by this is one of the things that we see all the time, we live in this world of social media where everybody gets on and complains and gripes and points fingers and, you know, and, and does all of these sort of negative kind of reactionary things. And it's easy to get caught up in it. And if you've been the person that's gotten caught up in it, I don't blame you. It's hard not to, especially when you have passionate feelings about whatever the topic is. You know, politically, there's a, this is a time of high drama and high feelings when it comes to just things that we feel to the core as humans. And this is true regardless of which side of the spectrum you're on, right? People just have very strong feelings about the things that are happening in the world today. And that being said, though, when we are engaging in that kind of finger-pointing, griping thing, we're not really demonstrating leadership. What we're doing is sort of going along with the crowd or, or just being you know, a problem starter instead of a problem solver. So 
I, the, the thing about it, of course, though, is I, I don't know about you, but I do feel somewhat powerless other than going directly to my elected officials and trying to get in and be a community organizer or things like that. Like there are things like that you can do, certainly. OK, but what I'm talking about is just the everyday kind of behavior and the persona that we admit online and elsewhere that causes people to develop how they perceive us. And that's really important because the perception of you in, even in this personal realm of social media can very strongly impact how your law practice is viewed and how people are going to look to you when they need somebody that does the things that you do. And so we want to be de demonstrating these leadership qualities that can be very powerful when you use the training that you've had as a lawyer to demonstrate them. And so, you know, if you think about it, what is it about what you do as a lawyer that people just don't tend to know and yet would be very valuable to them? A great example of this uh, for me personally is I do a lot of estate planning and elder law. That's actually not a lot of, that's what I do as a lawyer. And so the one of the things that I know is a pervasive myth out in the world, and this is actually even a myth among lawyers, is that somehow people have this belief that if their spouse, for example, gets sick with coronavirus, and isn't able to speak for themselves, that they're going to be able to maybe do all the things that they might be able to do financially and medically, that they just think that by virtue of being somebody's spouse, that they're going to be able to do these things. Well, unfortunately, from the legal standpoint, that is not necessarily, if at all, true. And so even spouses need powers of attorney between them, both medical and financial. This is something that for some of you, you're like, yeah, duh, of course. Now, some of you, depending on what your practice area is, this might be sort of news to you too. <laughs> but definitely, I know from experience, because I do this every single day as a lawyer, I know for a fact that the general public does not understand that as a legal issue for themselves. They don't understand that they don't have automatic control over everything by virtue of being a spouse. They don't understand that the same is true for their adult children, children 18 and above. They don't understand that by virtue of being the parent, that they automatically have control over everything. So it behooves me as a lawyer to demonstrate that leadership capability and point this out to my audience, to the people that I care about, to my clients, to my community, to my friends and my family. And this is a way that I can demonstrate leadership about my subject matter expertise is by really just bringing in this topic that's very important in the legal area in which I practice and laying it on a platter in a very relevant way to the people that are inclined to want to listen to me. And so this is what I'm talking about. I really want you to think about sometimes for some of you, it might be things that you just feel are totally obvious. And you have to remember that our clients are very much less 
educated than we are about the things that we know. And so that's the point. That's why they hire us is because we know things they don't. And so think about all these things that you know that your client doesn't and how it may impact them during this time of crisis. And what are these things that they need to know? And then if appropriate, how can you help them? In some, in some ways, you might know things that don't require that you can help somebody, but you still should point them out because it isn't always and it doesn't always have to be like, here's some information, now call me, here's some information, now give me some money. There's tons of value in just giving value and demonstrating leadership. Because of course, by doing that, you're building up your personal brand, your recognition, and the impact of who you are in the marketplace as somebody that really gives value. So you can, this is a great example in my view of how we can really be the person that's level-headed in time of panic, the person that's going to step up to the plate and say, here's something that you can do, person who does not feel in control of their life, here's something that you can do to feel in control. Now, I'm going to give you another example that's not directly related to the law. So right now, a lot of people are having to keep their children home from school. And in this moment, right as I'm speaking this, people aren't really sure about how long they're gonna have to keep their children from school. There isn't any plan, there isn't any decisive plan about how children will continue their learning um, during this time of being kept home from school. And parents are really you know, at sea about how to manage their children going forward. Well, this is an area that I can help as well. It has nothing to do with what I do as a lawyer, but it has everything to do with myself personally because I have been homeschooling my son for the last several years. And so I can and did today give a bunch of tips on how to homeschool through a crisis and why it's important to do so and what, how parents need to be thinking about the reasons why they can't just let their kids slide um, even though there is no plan for them to go back right now, that it may not happen all the way, maybe at this moment, all the way through the summer. And do parents really want that to be happening? So I give out, I lay out several tips for parents to be able to do this. And once again, this is not me. I'm not trying to get anything from anybody. All I'm doing is saying, hey, I have information that can maybe help those of you that it can help. There are lots of people that this is not relevant to them at all, but there are plenty of people in my circle of clients, acquaintances, friends, that this information is helpful. So the idea behind what this is, is that I want to be demonstrating myself as a leader. I want to be showing that I am not going to engage in hysteria and finger pointing. I am going to be the person that's going to help lead you through a crisis. And isn't that what people hire lawyers for anyway? And so this is a unique opportunity to show that you are exactly the kind of person that helps anybody, but particularly our clients, be led through a crisis and a calm, decisive, practical, and effective way. So that's really one of the most important things is how are you demonstrating that? What can you do 
what are you going to say? How are you going to put that out to the world? And I challenge you, get out there and actually do this. Come up with something, come up with a list of 10 things, put it out there. This is an opportunity for you to really show yourself as a leader in a time of crisis. And there's nothing better than that, than that when it comes to marketing. Also, another real big opportunity that we have as lawyers in this time frame, though, is especially if you are experiencing a slowdown of your practice or you anticipate that you will be slowing down in your practice. Now, for some of us, that is a panic-inducing thought because depending on how financially sound your law firm is and how much you've saved and whether you have team members and all those kinds of things, the idea of a slowdown can feel very overwhelming. You know, you might feel stuck and not sure what to do. But I really encourage you to look at this as an opportunity to work on your business instead of just working in your business. I have been coaching and training and working with lawyers for a long, long time. And one of the things that I know that so many of you are doing constantly is you're spending way, way, way too much time working in your business and not nearly enough time working on your business. The main reason that that's happening, of course, is because you don't have the time to work on your business. And so all you're doing every single day is just trying to keep up with your caseload and your workload. But here we go, guys. This is where the rubber hits the road. Because yes, we're going to experience for many of us a big time slowdown in our law practices. And here's our chance to work on our business, to get the things together, to start working on our marketing, to get the financial house in order, to get the books in order, you know, whatever that you need to do. And I really know from experience that you can sit there and spin your wheels and think about it a lot. So, you know, some of you like, to, like a lot of information or high fact finders, that's something that you can do. You can spin your wheels and think about it a lot, or you can get into action and start actually doing things. And that's part of the reason, to be honest with you, why I wanted to get this particular episode out, because I want you to start doing things. Earlier in this episode, I challenged you to come up with some posts where you can be lawyer as leader. I want you to take my challenges and use them as an opportunity to work on your business. And so these are opportunities that we can't afford to miss because as terrible as it sounds, they won't, I hope, come again. We want to capitalize on the positive things that can happen and not just sit here and focus on the worry and the negative. And this is just some very small but very impactful ways that we can do that. So in my next episode, I am going to start talking about the seven critical things that you have to do before you start spending any money on your marketing or advertising. And in that next episode, I'm going to pose another challenge for you that will maybe help you work a little bit more on your marketing instead of working in your business so that you can make more money 
and have more financial freedom this year. I can't wait. Let's do this. Let's mastermind.